Hello, Kindalach. Here is another story, a story from the Baal Shem Tov that teaches us such an important lesson about how to be a good person. Once in a small town, there lived two Jewish families. The, the father of the family, one of them, his name was Zundel, and the other guy, his name was Yanko. Zundel and Yankel were neighbors, and they were such good friends that Zundel and Yankel and their families would walk into each other's house and without knocking because they were like family. So you walk into somebody's house without knocking, you're like, you know, you feel like at home. They were so close, such close friends. And they cared about each other. They took care of each other. One day, Zundel walked into Yankel's house, and he walks and he sees uh, Yankel is not there. He walks over, he sees, he opens the closet, and he sees the closet is a huge pile of money, lots and lots of money. You see, Yankel went recently on a business trip. He went to do business to buy and sell stuff, and he made a lot of money. It's all the money he had to give food for his children and to buy clothes and to take care of the family. But, but Zundel was very upset that Yankel keeps his money in an open closet. Isn't he afraid some thief is going to come into the house and open the closet and then see the money and walk away? It's not a safe thing to do. You're going to lose your money. <clears throat> but Zundel decided to teach Yankel, Yankel a lesson. He decided he's going to pretend he's stealing it. He's going to take the money away, take it to his house, and when Yankel comes into the house, he's going to open the closet and look for the money. He's going to see the money is gone. And of course, Yankel is going to say, Oi, vey, what did I do with my money? My money is gone. He's going to be so upset. And then when he tells me how upset he is, I'll say, Yankel, I took the money. And I took the money to teach you a lesson. I want you to learn to be more careful with the money that Hashem gives you. Hashem gives you money, so much money, so you can feed your family, you can take care of your family, and also give tzedakah. And now you leave it like this for anybody to come in and take it? Don't you know there are thieves out there that will come in and take all your money? That's what Zundel thought to himself. So he grabbed the money, put it in the bag, and went quickly out of the house, went to his house and put it away in a safe place, in a closet, and locked it up. He was waiting for Yankel to come home and start screaming, where's my money, where's my money? But guess what happened? Something happened that Zundel did not expect. When Yankel came home and opened the closet and saw all the money was gone, he cried and fainted. He fainted. And yeah, when you faint, it can be dangerous. He got very sick and he fainted. And they called the doctors in the whole town. Everybody came to the house. The house was full with people who heard the cries of Yankel. And then they saw how he fainted and they had to call the doctors to wake him up again. And he was so sick. And Zundel hears there's a commotion, a lot of people by the house of Yankel. He runs over to him, what's going on? He says, didn't you hear? Yankel lost his money. Somebody stole his money. And look, he's like 
so upset that he fainted and now he's sick in bed. And the doctors had to come to give him special uh, medication. When Zudl heard this, he felt so bad. Oh my God, I didn't expect this to happen. I didn't think that Yanko would be that upset. I just thought he'll be a little bit upset and then I'll tell him he has the money. But now what am I going to do? If I go and tell him, oh, I have the money, I just joked and pretended, then oy, people can say, what? Why would you make such a joke? This is a terrible joke. Look, he almost died from the shock of seeing that his money is being stolen. And you did this? You don't do such a thing to someone. And generally thinking to myself, oh, no, uh, if I give it back now, people are going to yell at me and embarrass me. I'm gonna, everybody's going to look at me very bad. So he decided, you know what, I'll wait a few days when your uncle gets a little better and he's not sick and everybody's gone home. It's just me and Yankel. I'll go over to Yankel's house with a bag of money. I'll say, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to upset you that much. I didn't think you're going to faint and almost die. No, I didn't think that. So, But here is the money. So Zundel thought to himself, you know what? I better wait a few days. And then I'll sit quietly and privately, me and Yankel alone in the room, and I'll sh- quietly share with him what happened that I really didn't want to steal it, I just made it, pretended to steal it, to teach him a lesson. But then a few days went by, and Zundel thought to himself, oh, now three days later, you know what, if I give it back now, people are going to say, you waited three days to give it back? And meanwhile, for three days, he's been so upset, and you didn't care? It'd be even more embarrassing. He said, oh, no, you know what? I need to wait a little bit. I can't do it now. I don't know. I don't have the, I don't have the courage to do it. <clears throat> and so he waited another week. But then as he waited another week, another thought came to him. I'm already t- a week and a half away from the time I st- stole it, and now I'm going to give it back. They're going to say to me, what? You waited a week and a half. That's so long. So he said, okay, no, I can't do it today. I'm going to have to wait a little more. But as time passed, it got harder and harder for Zundel to give the money back. Because the longer he waited, the more difficult it became. Because that means he waited so long. And now he thought people are really going to yell at him and embarrass him. And so Zundel kept waiting and waiting. And he kept putting it off for later, for later, for later. Until one day, after many, many months of waiting and waiting, he decided, I can't do it now. If I do it now after a year, then people say, what? You waited a year? That's unbelievable. You can't believe you did such a terrible person. I can't, do, I can't go and do tshuva and give it back to him. And he decided, you know what? I have to wait for a day when it's right. I don't know when that will be, but I can't live in this town because every day I see Yankel in the street, I'm reminded that I took his money and I don't know how to give it back and it's so terrible, I feel so bad inside. I'm going to have to move to another city. And so he uh, decided, told his family, we're going to move to another city. But why, why? I can't tell, it's a secret. I have a reason why. We're all going to... 
And the next day, Zundel took a wagon and a horse, two horses, and packed all his stuff on the, on the wagon, took his family on the wagon, and they all rode off away from town. He told all the people in the town that um, he's sorry to, to go, but he needs to leave, and everybody will say, oh, no. And even Yankel said, oh, I feel so bad. You're going to leave us. But that's it. Zundel said, I have to leave. Nobody knew why, because nobody found out that Zundel took the money yet. Zundel kept waiting and waiting and waiting and still didn't tell anybody. And so they're riding outside the city. And as Zundel is coming on the road, he's riding, riding far away from the city, he sees a wagon, another wagon coming towards him from the opposite direction. And as he approached that wagon, the wagon, somebody came out of the wagon and stopped his horse and said, stop, stop, don't go anymore. Zundel said, why is he stopping us? And then he sees a very, very important Rav came out of the wagon. He looked like a very holy person. And the Rav said to Zundel, come off the wagon, I need to talk to you. Privately, let's talk alone. I don't want anybody to hear. I have something to say to you. And he walks away together with Zundel and he says to him, Zundel, go back to the city you came from. Go back home. Don't move anywhere. Just go back home and take the bag of money out of your closet and go over to Yankel's house, sit down with him alone in a room and say to him, Yankel, I'm so, so sorry. I really didn't want to do this, especially for that long. It was all in the beginning. I thought I would just do it as a pretend, but right away give it back. But then I saw what happened to you, and, I, and it got longer and longer and longer. Just do it. Just give it back to him. Don't worry about what's going to happen. If you do an avery, you make a mistake, you just fix it. And Baal Shem Tov, the man who told him this was the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov said to him, go back home now. I'm telling you, it's going to be, going to be good. And Zundel got onto his wagon, turned around, made a U-turn, turned around, went right back home, and did not move after all. The next morning, he went over to Yankel's house. He says, Yankel, I need to talk to you privately. Very privately. Nobody should be here. I just you and I alone. And when they sat down privately, Zundel began to cry. He was crying and crying. He says, Yankel, I'm so upset at myself. I'm so disappointed in myself. I did such a terrible thing. I was really, really tried to only teach you a lesson. I didn't really for real wanted to steal. But I care so how much. You, 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 you were upset and how much you were crying and how much you were, you know, fainted. I, I, I was afraid to give it back to you. I was afraid. And the longer, the more time that went by, the more afraid I became. But now there was some holy tzaddik that met me on the way and he knew my secret. I didn't know how he knew it. He came over to me and he knew it. He must be a big tzaddik that has Ruach HaKadosh and knows. And he told me to just come back and everything will be good. And Yankel heard that story. He couldn't believe it. First of all, he got his money back. But there was a tzaddik 
who saw from far away what is happening in this town. And he went to meet Yankel Zundel on the way to tell him not to worry about just to go give it back. And so Yankel says, come here Zundel, I want to give you a big hug. Don't worry, everything is good. I forgive you. And Yankel and Zundel remained friends forever, ever after. And what we learn from this story is a very important lesson. If you make a mistake, you say something nasty to someone, you get them upset. A friend in class, you hurt them. You hurt their feelings. Say sorry right away. Don't wait, because it gets harder and harder as you wait longer. You know what it says in the Gemara? The Gemara says, whenever the Torah wants to talk about tshuva, it says, Va'ato, and now, and now do tshuva, and now do the mitzvahs, and now, why now? Whenever you say, whenever Hashem talks about tshuva, it says now, because the time to do tshuva is when? Tomorrow? The next day? In a year from now? No! The time to do tshuva is now! Don't wait a minute longer, just do it right away. Do it even if it's going to cause you embarrassment. Don't worry about it. Just, even if it causes you embarrassment, embarrassment is not fun. Nobody wants to be embarrassed. But you know what? Every aver a person does is like a stain on the neshama. It's like a bad thing on the neshama. You know how Hashem washes off the bad thing from the, from the averas? From the neshama? He gives a person sometimes a little bit of embarrassment. And the embarrassment washes away, just like when you have a, a dress or a shirt and it has a stain on it. What do you do? You rub it with soap. You rub it and rub it and rub it. No, Hashem rubs off the stain from the neshama that, that was created because of this, the avera. And how does he do it? By, you know, making you feel a little bit uncomfortable, making you feel a little bit embarrassed. So it's okay to be a little bit embarrassed. But do it right away. Don't wait longer because it's going to get worse. Have a great Shabbos.